Well, maybe. Am I? Okay, here we go. All right, yay. All right, so I welcome you to Crossroads and to the, a continuation of our prayer life series. Um, we have been talking about that when we add prayer to our daily life, that life gets added to our daily prayers. And we started off the series with a conversation about disappointment and how sometimes God doesn't do what we want and we end up feeling disappointed in prayer. And then we talked about the importance of confession and listening in prayer. And tonight, I get to talk to you about um, intercession. And intercession is just kind of a, a, a very brief introduction and definition of intercession. It's just that it, it is when we talk to God on the behalf of someone else. So intercession is just simply my prayer for you. So... Um, I want to kind of back up and introduce myself. Um, I am Suzanne, but I haven't met you yet. Um, I am a recovered alcoholic and a sexual abuse survivor. And I, I always want to be able to give God glory for that because sometimes we just need the hope that God can do really big things in our life, and he can. So, I am the director of the wellness center here. And I leave the greeting team. So if either of those two things um, either raise questions or you have an interest in them, I would love to talk to you about that. So I also, somebody asked me if I was a painter. And yes, I am. I guess this apron might give me away. Um, I love creativity and like the practice of creativity. that we can learn so much from it. And it's honestly how I think about things a lot. Like my, when I start to question things, my first question is usually, um, if I could see whatever this is, like visually with my eyes, what would it look like? So, and I find that I can learn a lot of lessons from that. So, and it just, I can get all sciencey about it, but it, it helps us to think differently with our brains, you know, about different topics. So, so I painted um, this kind of epic backdrop to the topic of intercession and prayer for each other. So I'm going to kind of break it down for you. Um, first of all, we have heaven, and we have hell, and the things that are represented with the white color, that's kind of God's activity in the world. Um, the red is Satan's activity in the world. Some things that you need to know is... Like, we and the world, we live in the gap between heaven and hell. Like, the world is the gap. Heaven and hell and our souls are eternal. Um, the world is not. Um, God created um, the world, kind of set it in motion, and gave us free will. 
but he's also stayed very involved. Like he, from the moment time began, and free choice, because he gave us free will, he determined to set us, like set things right, to rescue us from our own choices. So, um, and the other thing to just know about, like the, the theme of the painting, is that there is no neutral ground in this. Um, and we live in a battle zone. So, so we are experiencing like big explosions. Um, like these guys might be the big explosions that we experience in our lives. So that could be things like the war in the Ukraine. It could be the economy. It could be school shootings, like just the tragedies of the world. Um, we also have smaller explosions um, and events in our lives, but when they hit home, they can be just as deadly. So that might be things like addiction or depression or uh, bullying at school. That might be an example of a smaller explosion. So, um, I knew it was going to be awkward tonight, y'all, so I'm just embracing it. Um, yeah. All right, so in this environment of big and little explosions, uh, we're just kind of caught in it, yeah, and it's, it's where we live. Um, like I said, the world is temporary. We are not, so we're really just passing through. But uh, when you live in the battle zone, it's scary, and it's loud, and it's dark. And we have a, a choice of responses. And some of our, uh, I, and I think a lot of times our first instinct is to go inward. Like all of this uh, activity makes us feel small. Like not, e not even just makes us feel small, we are small in the midst of it. And I think instinctively we know that. So um, we turn to ourselves. Yeah, that is our temptation is to kind of go inward, kind of keep my head down and not look to see what's happening in the world today because it's too big for me, yeah? Um, the other option that we have um, is to trust God and talk to him about these things. So first, I want to talk about um, more of that, um, how we respond. And I thought about, you know, if we could see, if you could kind of take a look in my life, like what it might look like um, if you were looking into my inner life and how I think about things. Um, I don't know that you would see always bright, shiny light. I think you would see some of that kind of turning to self. And the way that looks is it can look like distraction. Like I can't handle what's happening outside the world, in the world. So I'm just going to stay busy. <laughs> I'm going to 
Maybe I'm just going to stay occupied. Maybe that's social media. Maybe that's I plan great vacations. You know, um, I live for my vacation. Um, and I honestly, I just have better things to do than to think about what's happening in the world. So. Another option might be that way it might play out is in discouragement. Like I've taken a few of these hits. You know, like let's talk about what, you know, I've already said hit home for me. And let's say that's... Uh, that's the alcohol issue that I have experienced. Or it's the sexual abuse that I experienced. The more that, that hit home and destroyed a few things. So I just live in discouragement because God didn't, doesn't sometimes answer prayer. He doesn't magically make things go away. So I'm just discouraged. And so rather than turning to God, my thought is more like, not real sure that prayer is helpful. And I'm afraid to try again. So. Another kind of response that we can have is in, it's just with insecurity that um, and we don't know God's character a whole lot. Like we don't understand who he is. We don't know how much he loves us. So is he safe to go to to talk to about these things? Is he not? And then really about me. Like, do I know the Bible well enough to pray? Do I know the language? And, and I, I probably don't. Um, and have I lived a good enough life that God would answer my prayers? Or does he even care? So those are some of the ways that this... Um, some of what I can, if I'm turning to myself and trying to understand the world and who God is in my own filter, those are the places that I can go to. And the thing about that is when we've got these big explosions and small explosions, things happening to us, um, all of this is still the battle, but it's in our minds. Yeah, we are now the enemy is speaking lies and beliefs to us that calls us to just go inside and not pray. So, um, and then what can happen and what does happen is that I become sort of hard-hearted to the world. I become ineffective in my life and um, kind of lethargic. Like I'm just not really experiencing what's, what's happening around me, just so called up in my own. And then I become somebody that that the enemy can use also to bring destruction into somebody else's life or just to bring discouragement into somebody else's life. So, um, so God's word in Ephesians, um, which is a um, book in the New Testament, like it's just a, it's a letter written by Paul, who was one of the, who was the first and the greatest missionary. Um, and so God's word just kind of um, paints a picture, too, of, of, the, of the battle. So here's what it says. It also gives us instruction. So Ephesians 6, um, it's 11 and 12, and then verses 18 and 19. It says, put on the full armor of God 
so that you will be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. But we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and evil spirits in heavenly places. And here's our answer. Pray at all times in the spirit with every prayer and request. And stay alert with perseverance and intercession for all the saints. And pray also for me that the message may be, may be given to me when I open my mouth to make known with boldness the mystery of the gospel. So in this, we hear God's heart. That God's heart um, is to partner with us. Like, he issues this invitation. And y'all, there's so much mystery in that. Like, I don't understand, but in his kindness and his grand plan, I get to be a part of that, and you get to be a part of that. And we do that through our prayers. And so we have learned um, when we're in these kind of bright, shiny places of prayer, where our light is shining best, um, we have some kind of understanding of God's character and heart towards us, that he loves us and he pursues us. We also know and are confident that my prayer and your prayer is not about the words that you use. It's not about your own goodness. It's about God's. So we pray with the uh, we pray with the knowledge that this is a work of God in us. So we are called righteous because of Jesus's blood and resurrection. So because of that, we get to stand before God and have confidence. And the word says that as we have confidence and we pray, that our prayers. I don't understand it, but our prayers are powerful and have a wonderful result. And that's incredible, and we get to be a part of that. So in that scripture, we hear that that, prayer is like the thing that supports everything else. Like sometimes we can think it's our activity, it's our going to church, it's our serving, and it's our prayers that support everything. Um, but y'all, the thing is that sometimes in the church we can think that person prays. That person is somebody who prays for other people. And we all kind of admire them and put them on the pedestal. And that isn't what the Word says. The, the Lord calls us to do all of us to it. And it is something that requires perseverance. We don't just uh, come to know the Lord and then now we can spend hours in prayer. Um, We have to learn to pray. And we develop like calloused knees, you know, where our hearts can be calloused without prayer. When we pray, our knees become tougher. And what I mean by that is that lots and lots of practice and so now we know that when a distraction comes in, we just come back. You know, like we, we're, we don't quit too easily. So, um, 
So we pray for ourselves, but today's lesson is about praying for each other. And this is where we fight our battles. This is how we fight each other's battles. And that's why it's important. Um, and isn't just important for me. You remember that I introduced myself as being the recovered alcoholic and sexual abuse survivor. Um, that was Jesus. But I 100% know that he partnered and allowed Andy to partner with him you know, in that. And much of my recovery has come in some aspect, through Andy's prayers and other people's prayers for me. Like, I, I couldn't have done it by myself, you know? So, and for whatever reason, the Lord chooses to use us. And here's the thing, y'all. Um, if, if we've got windows, and the windows are the way that we see inside a life, all of us, have had some explosions, right? We've all, we're all dealing with something. And yours is probably different than mine is. But when I'm in, and when you're in that place of trauma and, and overwhelm, it's hard to make sense of things. Like, what do I even need right now? I don't know. And that's where we can pray for each other. And there's power and there's clarity in that. The last part of, um, of our scripture talked about Paul requesting prayer that he would have the words to say and the boldness um, for um, telling the world about Jesus. Um, that isn't just for him. Like, it's also for us. Like, that's our purpose, is to share Jesus here and then in the world with every person that we encounter. So if we're under all of this attack and we can't see clearly, like, we don't know that it's that much harder to be on purpose. Um, so... So kind of as we as we get ready to finish, y'all, like can you imagine that if we were all kind of locking arms and I was praying for you and you were praying for me, how much more we could be on purpose in our lives and we could be proclaiming the good news of Jesus. So, you know, maybe that looks like purpose. And I'm just living in it, and you are too. And we're not driven off track by the attacks of the enemy. And the reality is that the battle is going to be ongoing until Jesus comes back. Like that doesn't that doesn't end, right? Um, but we, what we are promised is that in the midst of it, when we pray, that we have peace. Like, that's the thing that comes, is that peace comes in the midst of prayer. Now, I don't know what peace looks like, but maybe this is it, you know? It's a little bit of heaven that comes down, 
And scripture says that the peace guards our hearts and our minds in Jesus Christ. So we're going to take a few minutes and practice praying for each other and praying for our world. So I want to invite, I believe Clay is my first one. Um, and then if you've been invited to pray, would you just follow him one at a time, I guess. Thank you. Testing. All right, there we go. God, can you hear me? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to humbly sit down and just ask God to give me words um, to pray. Um, if you would like to join with me in this prayer, would you mind closing your eyes? Um, and, and what I, I'm going to be praying for jobs and for schools and anything tied to that. So anything that comes to your mind, any, any names? Uh, any places, um, any people that you just see, um, just begin to, to pray for those people um, as well. And and I guess that'd be your homework <laughs> as we do uh, this. Um, Clay, yeah. can I interrupt you for yeah, one second? Okay. Um, here's what I want us to do. Like, um, Clay's going to, you know, our people are going to be in, using their words. Um, but we are all either in agreement um, we have the option of being in agreement. Um, and we have the option of, I agree, and I'm sending my prayers out, and I agree. And maybe my my posture is with is this, that I'm, I'm sending out prayers. I'm, I'm asking the Lord with you. Um, another part of that would be um, that this is a prayer that I need. This, this is my need in my life. So I am going to receive that prayer. And maybe our posture is that, that we are receiving that. So I just want to encourage you that as we pray, that you engage in prayer in that way. So thank you. Thank you, Clay. Thank you, Susan. Yeah. Um, God, we come to you with humble and open hearts, and, uh, and we're, we're just asking you to move in our lives. Um, we're asking you to move in those lives around us, God. And specifically, I just want to lift up uh, everyone in this room uh, who's going through difficult work situations, difficult school situations, or, or anyone who knows someone who's going through those difficult things. Um, God, there's there's been so much conversation I've heard lately about trauma from things that have happened, from difficult things that have come up, from um people being victims of just various things and and god i i just ask that for all those victims for all those people who are hurting i pray that you bring peace to them right now god um jesus i just i ask that you call them closer to you closer to your light and god for everyone in this room i pray that we all have peace knowing that you're moving help us with our unbelief god help us with that um, so that we can pray all the more for those people in our lives. God, I pray for all of the students coming in and out of this building and, and in and out of our other, uh, are you into campus? God, I pray that you would just bless them, make them feel welcome. Let them know that they're loved. And, and God, that they can leave 
all of their shame at the door, God, that they can leave everything at the altar and give it to you, God. And everyone in here who's going through work situations that are difficult, whether that's something frustrating with another coworker, um, or, or whether that's some animosity they have with their boss, or just the work just keeps piling up and piling up, I pray that they can find rest in you, that they can find, find patience in you, God. Jesus, would you give us patience and love for, for schools and for jobs uh, around us, God, and, and give us the awareness to pray for these things as they come up in our everyday lives. Uh, Jesus, we pray for, um, will someone remind me what the school is just across the street? Highland? God, we pray for Highland and everything going on there um, as the school year is about to start and as there's summer activities going on. Um, I just pray that you bless all those kids. And um, Lord, just, just wrap them in your peace. God, this peace that, that Suzanne drew around this house, God, I pray that they feel that. And that as the distractions come, they know that they can rest in you, that they can focus on you. God, if there's any um, financial restlessness in anyone in this building tonight, I pray that you would relieve that. Not necessarily just relieving it with money, but, but relieving it just with your peace that, that surpasses all understanding. And that people can move into a sense of having financial peace, a sense of having um, joy and, and contentment with what they've been given. And God, that they can be given discipline to, to steward that well. Thank you, God, for all you've done in our lives. Amen. Whoever's out, Connor. Uh, so I'm going to be praying uh, for any relationships. Uh, maybe this is a relationship that has uh, fallen apart a little bit. Maybe it's uh, your relationship with uh, God, with Jesus. Um, or maybe it's just a relationship that is good and that you get energy from and that you get filled by. Uh, but if you need any prayer or anything, any people come to mind for you of, man, like, I haven't talked to this person in a long time. I should reach out, like, uh, that's we kind of focusing on. So, dear God, I just thank you for your goodness and your faithfulness, God, that you pursue relationship with us and that you stir us into relationship with others, God. I pray that you will uh, lead us, Lord, in, in our relationships, that you would you would show us the people around us who you call us to speak into and to start building that relationship up with, God, that you would go ahead of us, that you would soften hearts, that you would show us the people who, who need to see you through us, God, that you would show us the people who we should reach out to and give us the words to say and the wisdom and discernment to know what's like what's going on and how we can just be there for these people around us, God. I lift up to any sort of relationship that's fallen apart or maybe drifted away, God, that you would uh, encourage us to take steps to rebuild uh, what may have been broken, that you would uh, go ahead of us in healing and in grace and kindness, Lord, and in love, and that you would be able to start uh, just rebuilding up uh, what's been broken, God, that you would start restoring some things that have fallen apart, 
that uh, we would be able to pray for those who have hurt us and who we've been hurt by, God, that you would bridge those gaps, Lord. Uh, God, I lift up to you uh, anyone who, uh, any of our friends, any of our family uh, that we get filled by, that we feel that you love us through, that, that just revitalize us and encourage us, that you would strengthen those relationships, that you would allow us to continue to be filled by them, that you would allow us to continue to have those to lean into and to uh, just grow that bond, uh, Lord, that you would uh, go ahead of those relationships, that you would encourage us in what we do there, that uh, we would be able to reflect you, that we would be able to have you at the center of those relationships, that you would show us uh, what you have for us there that we don't already know, God, that you would show us new parts of each other and that we could get to know each other uh, more and deeper uh, and that we would be able to be open with one another, that transparency would be there, that we'd be able to share what was going on with those closest to us, that we would be able to open up and get help when we need it and help those who need it from us, Lord. God, I pray for our relationship with you that that would go ahead of all things, God, that we would pursue you first, that our relationship with you would be front and foremost and that we could uh, just be more relational with you, God, that uh, everyone here knows uh, or would come to know that it's not about checking off boxes with you, God, that you just want to know us. You just want us to pursue you, that you want to go ahead of us and invite us into that, God, uh, and that, Lord, you just... Meet us where we're at and start walking that out with everyone here. Um, and that that would lead us in our relationships with others and those relationships that can be hard and difficult and challenging, that that can be the fuel for the bonds that we have with our friends and our family. God, we thank you that you are a relational God. Things we pray these things. Amen. Father God, we um, come before you tonight, God, and um, so grateful that nothing takes you by surprise, um, that there's nothing that's happening in this world that causes you to go, oh no, now, now what? Um, even though those things can do that to us, God, and, and one of those things right now that I know is causing um, so much unrest and uncertainty in people is um, the economy and um, the price of gas and the price of food and um, the labor shortage and uh, things that aren't available and that are on back order. And I know even, um, God, I, I lift up Alfred to you and the Synergy in Action um, nonprofit that brings our food that we're able to do free grocery events. And the price of gas is overwhelming for him as he seeks to help feed people that are hungry. And so we intercede, we stand in the gap for Alfred and for Synergy in Action. And at the same time, God, we stand in the gap for each other 
as I see all the jokes online about um, the price of gas, but those jokes come from a place of um, fear and uh, insecurity and oftentimes people having to make choices on whether they're going to um, buy more groceries or they're going to fill the tank of their car. And so God, um, we pray for we pray for each other right now, God. And um, Lord, I know you take circumstances and you um, can take what is hard and it can be a time to draw us closer to you. So God, I pray we lean into you even more. I pray we look to you because you are our provider. You are a God that cares. And as Clay said, that doesn't mean that every bill is taken care of or everything is perfect, but it causes us to lean into you and to look to you for our security and not to the world, not to our job, not to a house, not to a car, but you are our security and you are where our help comes from. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. praying about health. Um, if it's okay with you, I'm going to pray in Spanish because it's what I do. <laughs> okay, uh, so, Padre Celestial, en esta tarde, Señor, venimos ante ti, Señor, a traer necesidades, Señor, que tenemos no solamente en esta iglesia, Señor, en esta tu casa, Señor, pero alrededor de todo el mundo, Padre Celestial. Señor, te pedimos que tú nos acerques a ti, Padre Celestial, y te pido, Señor,